Hey y'all, you're now tuned in to the original podcast of A Stronger Foundation. Welcome. Some call me doctor, others call me Master T. You can call me anytime. I'm Sweet T, the academic architect, PDO, that's planner, designer, and overseer of the academic success plan for kids. So tell your neighbor or call somebody and let them know it's that time. Hey y'all, let's get building. Welcome (laughs) y'all. This podcast is titled Mama Bear. This is a story about a mama and her little bear. We begin with a question. What happened to the little bear that was not prepared for hibernation. I mean, was Mama Bear just too busy loving Baby Bear that she ultimately failed to prepare it for the most significant factor in a bear's survival? Or could it be that Mama Bear was misled by the PR power and thought it was okay to leave it all up to Baby Bear's teacher to prepare for all aspects of hibernation. Was Mama Bear informed by the teachers who maybe saw some signs that Baby Bear was not making sufficient connections between the skills that would determine its fate at the drop-off zone and its direction once it got to that great divide? Or was Mama Bear the type that becomes blinded by how adorable her little cub was? Its precious little claws, too adorable to dig in dirt. Its fur, too delicate to be touched by rough bristles in the brush designed to make it smooth. Its precious little brain too tender to absorb difficult skills associated with survival during hibernation. What's love got to do with it? I'm not sure, but I imagine love plays a vital role in the type of enabler Mama Bear decides to be. Now, it's important for Mama Bear to understand that as the primary enabler in Baby Bear's life, she will either be a positive or negative enabler. Mama Bear finds it soothing and low on stress to just allow Baby Bear to play after school since she assumes it's been working six hours in school. Maybe Mama Bear doesn't understand that out of the six hours of school, her little cub only receives a fraction of core instruction. But Mama Bear prefers to let those thoughts run off her furry back because it's more peaceful that way. In her defense, she's tried to force her baby cub to work hard before. Oh, but it backfired. Baby Bear put up such a stink and threw major tantrums and it tugged on Mama Bear's heart. 
She just couldn't stand to see her baby bear distraught. Baby bear is so unhappy when mama bear forces it to practice skills in order to reinforce comprehension. But it is so very happy to stay up late watching videos, playing on its phone and going on play dates. So mama bear comes to term with it all and convinces herself that love is indeed allowing her baby cub to skip out on academic sacrifices related to preparing for hibernation. She rationalizes and justifies in her mind, it's not like hibernation is tomorrow. In fact, it won't be an issue for several seasons. I'll deal with it later and my baby bear will be just fine. So after a while of neglecting the importance of preparing baby bear for the inevitable that it will face in its future life, mama bear becomes the ring leader of protecting baby bear from all challenging learning experiences. Oh, and she's big and bad. Mama bear boldly confronts any teacher who encourages ad addition of more rigorous work to baby bears academics. Nobody messes with mama bears, baby. So now baby bear is in more danger than ever. Teacher is not permitted to direct it and mama bear don't realize her negative influence. Poor baby bear. It has been adorned as the dominant, foundational academic dictator. All that power in its paw with no clue how to rule. Doesn't mama bear know that what makes little bear happy now is the same that will make it sad later? So here is a message to mama bear from baby bear. Mama, I know you love me and you will do anything to make me happy. But please remember, I don't understand many things about life because I am just a kid. Please be strong for me, mama and not give in to the demands that I make that you know will hurt me when I grow up. Please don't allow me to make certain decisions that will affect the quality of life I'll be able to live when I grow up. Don't allow me to decide how hard I should work in school because I will always choose the easy way out, mama. I am a kid mama and kids don't always like to give up their free time just so they can get stronger on the skills and standards in school. Although it may be the best option for me mama, I probably won't ever volunteer to read an extra chapter or work out extra math problems. I just want to play mama. But if you know that all play and no work will set me up for failure, 
then please help me to be the best that I can be by setting up a plan to keep me aligned with my ideal future self. One last thing, Mama. It may seem like I am sad and mad at you for making me work harder in school now, but just think about how happy I will be when I develop a strong and solid foundation. Mama, just think about it. If you give in and allow me to escape rigorous learning, how will that contribute to my ability to survive when I am all grown up and on my own? Will it be a benefit or a limitation that I could have avoided with your help? Wow, that's a powerful message, baby bear. Hmm. Here's something interesting. A lot of times, as I speak to parents, I notice a common statement shared by almost all of them. Nine out of 10 parents will say to me without hesitation, my child is so smart beyond their years. Trust me, they don't need any academic help. So after a while, I begin to realize that this statement becomes nothing more than a cliche. Every parent believes that their child is above average in intelligence. And in support of that belief, everyone is smart. But understand this, every school district has a designated set of skills that each child must learn at specified, specified stages of their schooling. And it's called a curriculum. Now there is always room for children who are able to think outside of the box. However, if a child is in first grade and has not mastered nine out of 10 standards, a parent should not use the term smart as a cliche in denial of their child's true academic reality. So yes, your child is smart and most likely knows certain things that they probably shouldn't even know at their age. But are they smart with the information they are required to know, understand, and be able to apply in various ways to make connections with new academic skills and standards? See, it's a combination of book smarts and natural smarts that produces remarkable outcomes. So both smarts are important. So instead of becoming over, overly distracted by the miscellaneous and isolated facts that kids notoriously blurt out, pay attention to the weak areas in your child's academics in accordance with the district's criteria. Now the best time to try and fill in gaps, learning gaps, is when a child is young. And so remember, be a good mama bear. 
And actually, this is for Papa Bears too. Prepare your little bear cubs for the potholes in their academic journey. Listen, there is no one more influential than a mama bear or a papa bear. No one as strong and courageous, no one more capable of assuring the best possible outcome for our kids. I mean, who will fight more for your kid than you? Now in closing, from experience, jumping in a frigid body of water can produce great discomfort initially, but our bodies are specially designed with a natural process known as homeostasis. It's the body's automatic initiatives for regaining normal conditions. It works by causing your body to adjust to uncomfortable or unusual situations, as in the case of diving into a frigid body of water. Now the body will respond by immediately engaging homeostasis measures to restore the body to normal conditions. And in a short while, the discomfort will disappear because the body has naturally adjusted the temperature. So understand that when kids are placed in new situation that adds rigor to their learning, they will go into shock mode. But if they are forced to stick with it, they too will adjust and experience academic homeostasis. Now what I'm saying back to the water experience where it was frigid. See, upon jumping into the pool, if the person immediately came back out because it was too cold, then they would have missed out on the fun that they could have had if they just stuck with it for a while. Because again, when you stick with it, your body will naturally adjust to the temperature of that water. So in the same way, it's important to keep a child in that rigorous opportunity and eventually they will, from experience, they will adjust. Mama Bear, please do not allow your love and infatuation to cause you to inadvertently steer your precious baby away from their future destiny. Mama Bear, I am on your team and I'm fighting for your baby bear. Thanks for listening.